The police killing of Breonna Taylor has shined a spotlight on how Louisville Metro Police investigates itself. Taylor's family and the nation have demanded transparency and in some ways gotten it. A meeting with the attorney general, public updates on the status of the case, and the release of the agency's internal investigation. But that's not the norm. Newsy and the Kentucky Center for Investigative Reporting spoke to families of those killed by LMPD since 2015. They say they've been demanding the same treatment and have gotten nothing but silence. Eleanor Klibanoff has more. And a listener note, this story contains audio of a police shooting that may be difficult for some listeners. Isaac Jackson was a funny, charming guy, known to everyone in his family as Uncle Isaac. He sang in the church choir and got a music scholarship for college. But his siblings say a car accident a few years ago led to seizures, which led to mental health issues, drug use, and a string of arrests. One night in April 2018, he showed up at his parents' house, on drugs and acting erratically. When his parents wouldn't let him in, Isaac broke the door down. His brother, A.J. Jackson, was there. He had gotten into the house um, and began to literally destroy everything in the living room. Um, China cabinets thrown to the ground, glass everywhere, glass shattering. Their mom hid in the bathroom, frantically calling the police. Isaac fought with their father and with AJ. I I was bleeding, my arm was bleeding because I had been stabbed, but it was honestly scary. It was a lot going on, uh, a lot of noise, a lot of chaos. Then the Louisville Metro Police showed up. This is audio from Officer Brendan Kaiser's body camera. Start everybody here fast as fuck, please. I need the EMS. He threw a knife at one at him. The family sat outside, worried for Isaac and the officers. The officers outside wouldn't tell the family who was shooting or who had been shot. AJ and his sister tried to comfort their elderly mother, who was outside without shoes on, but the police put them in separate squad cars. That's when AJ learned what had happened. Um, I was sitting in the police car um, getting checked out, and that's when I found out that he had been shot. I heard, like, over the walkie that he had been shot. The next day at a press conference, then LMPD chief Steve Conrad addressed the shooting. That is why we are committed to doing rigorous and thorough investigations at each of these incidents. Over the past several years, we have responded to the concerns of the community by committing to transparency. LMPD would do a series of internal investigations looking into what happened that night, as they always do with police shootings. They look at body camera footage, review the autopsy, do interviews, before turning all of that over to the prosecutor's office. Nearly eight months after that night, the Commonwealth attorney sent a letter to LMPD saying their office would not file charges against the officer who shot and killed Isaac Jackson. But despite Conrad's promises of transparency, no one told AJ or his siblings or his parents anything. I just found out today that they were supposed to do, like, certain people were supposed to do investigations. I had no idea that was supposed to happen. The Jacksons aren't alone in this. Newsy and the Kentucky Center for Investigative Reporting spoke to family members or representatives for 11 of the 19 people killed by LMPD since 2015. Most had no idea LMPD and the Commonwealth Attorney's Office had closed the investigation into their loved one's death. Jefferson County Commonwealth Attorney Tom Wine said in an email that his office typically relies on LMPD to notify families. A spokesperson for LMPD said their response varies on a case-by-case basis. Their current practice is that their Victim Services Division contacts the family to keep them informed.
But that didn't happen for Isaac Jackson's family, or at least seven other families interviewed by Newsy and KYCIR. Take Demonye Jordan, a 21-year-old shot and killed by LMPD in 2018. Jordan matched the description of someone who'd reportedly just robbed a store. LMPD said when they approached, Jordan brandished a handgun and fired at the officers. They responded by shooting him at least nine times. Jordan's parents have been anxiously awaiting the day LMPD finishes its investigation. They want a copy of that file, and hopefully some answers. But we got a document showing LMPD is finished investigating. So we did a records request for all the Commonwealth Attorney's letters Mm -hmm. um, for all the cases, and we got one back for your son's case. The Commonwealth Attorney closed the case nearly two years ago. We gave a copy of that letter to Natalie Malone, Demonye's mother. And then they're going to say this case will not be presented to the grand jury nor will any criminal charge be placed against any of the name officer. The mother or the father would not notify of none of that? It's not just the parents. Greg Sims is an attorney representing the family of Duantez Mitchell. Mitchell was a suspect in a string of robberies, and in May 2019, when LMPD surrounded his car with police cruisers, he drove forward towards one of them. One officer fired five shots, killing Mitchell. Sims says neither he nor the family has heard anything since that day. You've got people who are uh, victims of crimes or potential victims of crimes, uh, and this government agency doesn't let them know that they're not pursuing it. Of course they should do that. They should let them know. They should, but they don't have to. In Kentucky, certain rights are given to crime victims or their family members if they're deceased, including the right to be notified about the status of criminal prosecution. But legally, you're only a victim once charges are filed, and no LMPD officer has been charged in a fatal shooting since 2004. Kentucky could change its definition of victim. Other states confer rights even when there's just an alleged crime. But State Senator Whitney Westerfield, the chair of the Senate Judiciary Committee and a former prosecutor, has a different suggestion for LMPD and the Commonwealth Attorney's Office. I mean, what, what's stopping you from just picking up the phone or sending a form letter and exp- something? I mean, you ought to do more than that, but I mean, that's easy to do. That's a pretty low bar. He was stunned to learn that Louisville police and prosecutors weren't extending that courtesy to these families. So was Isaac Jackson's family, once they knew there'd even been an investigation. Jackson's sister, Sonia Brown, thinks about her elderly parents. It's too difficult for them to talk about all of this, even now. You're questioning, where did I go wrong? What what happened that my child's life was ended by police? Um, For my parents, just to be able to get some closure, some closure, I I think that would have helped them out a lot. The Jackson family is planning to ask for a copy of that file and hopefully, finally, get some answers about what happened the night LMPD killed Isaac Jackson. For the Kentucky Center for Investigative Reporting, I'm Eleanor Klibanoff.